this week we have the wonderful, incredible Monet Exchange. What a delight. What a fantastic conversation. Let me tell you, it gets real very quickly all about butt stuff. Straight up butt stuff for the whole time. We teach Monet about a lube shooter. She tells us about her new single. Yeah, love like this. There's also it comes out today. Today, so make sure you go look at that. Also, um, we talk about internet drama. We talk about um, the Tamisha uh, of it all. Day drag, uh, and we what? talk about the fate of her poor um, cat as a young child. That's really intense. Oh my god, it gets weird. She does not have good luck with pets. I feel bad for Colleen. Anyway, I hope y'all enjoyed this wonderful, fun episode. We will talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Forever. Dog. When first choice is a big old bus. You turn around and boom. You end up with us. Our number is 213-536-9180. Our email is slobbysecondspot at gmail.com. Now on with the show. Are you ready for some Slobby Seconds, you stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks, you dirty little fucks, you stupid little fucks? Welcome back to Slobby Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball and that's Big Dipper. Hello. Hello. I'm very happy to be here because today we have a um, professional singer with us who can maybe give you some notes on your notes and vibrato, um, which is a technical term uh, that I don't know that you ever really studied in school. Did you ever have a voice teacher to teach you that, Meatball? I I, I studied musical theater, so it's a lot of just screaming. Mm, Yeah, that's when Mm -hmm. they say, like, Mm -hmm. use your belt voice. They say belt. They said throw it to the back of the room, and we'll get to the note eventually. You could start low, and you'll get there. Anyway, I'm so excited for our special guest. She is an all-star. Uh-huh. She is a recording artist. Yes. She is a podcaster. She is a cat owner, and she is Tamisha Amon's number one enemy. It is Monet Exchange! Monet! Hello. I think I'm probably Tamisha's number two enemy now. I think she's moved on. Who's the number one? Um, her her fucking team producing her fucking oh. sneakers oh. and her merchandise. That's that's enemy number one, baby. That's who okay. she should be fighting with, not me. People she got loves. robbed. She got. I love a mess. I love a messy, messy mess. Oh, I that know because Meatball it sends me. She creates these videos and these shady fucking pictures of Tamisha attacking me in the ocean. Tamisha <laughs> doing all these weird fucking things. Meatball, it's so ridiculous. Okay, without. <laughs> Go ahead. What we want? I just like you, and I think it's funny that like you have nothing to say about it, and yet she still keeps coming for you. Well, uh, this, it's, hilarious. it's hilarious. Without getting into the nitty gritty, because we don't need to be like additionally messy. It's but already done. It's my over. biggest question is like, how do you, Monet, as a person, like allow that to be this thing that happens over here on the internet that doesn't actually ruin your day? Um, I don't know. I think also, so I come from a, my, my family, I have like the toughest skin, right? Like my, my I, I grew up in a family where. Yeah, it looks we like made it. Fun. We can see right here on the, on the <laughs> under the eye. Or, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, girl, don't, girl, you know, I have, I have, I have since coming to LA, the, the dolls have, have told me about all the things. I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. do I need to do all these things? And you, you see a friend one day for lunch and you see them a week later and you're like, oh. 
my God, I've heard about like threads in your chin that pull your face. Girl, they're all the things. I'm like, I guess I need to do some of this stuff. Anyway, so um, I grew up in a family where we made fun of each other. Like, that's just how we grew up. And that's just part of the culture of my family. Like, I love when people make fun of me. I love when people read me. I love, like, it It legitimately, legitimately makes me LOL. I love it. So the whole Tamisha thing, at the beginning, I was like, really, this is so funny. Like, I was like living for like everyone else. And then I realized like what the premise of her, uh, 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 of her egregiencies of of, of her what do you, what are they called what? grievances against grievances me. grievances and I egregencies <laughs> and then I was like so you clearly just have never watched our thing it it just started becoming super personal and then it got super weird and then the fucking vixen girl got into it and it just all got, oh, yeah. became this like crazy thing I was like no this is not fun anymore I'm over it and I just move on like they can say all they want and. The funny thing was that she did all this stuff and Bob and I would do Patreon exclusives. And I'm like, if this bitch knew how much money she made us from us. Ah! Well, I think fu- she did. Isn't that why she started charging like $25.99? Well, she I also guess. made a bunch of money too. Yeah, because a lot of people signed up for her uh, Yeah, network. okay, the seven people that signed up for her fucking network wow, did wow. not just, oh, you know? Wow, like, wow, no. wow, I was like, this girl is crazy. But I'm like, keep on talking because you are giving us patrons, girl. And so welcome to all the new patrons of Civil Rights. <laughs> welcome to Patreon. Welcome. Um, it, it is it is an interesting thing, the internet, because it is a very real thing that we interact Uh with all the time that can do things like order us food, right? You know, physical food, buy us products that can come Mm -hmm. and also have real impact with statements and things that go out there. But also it is not real life. It is both of those things. And we are like, we are living inside of this experiment. We're only a couple decades into what it means and only really a, a decade into like what social media actually does to our psyche as human beings. Like, it's very wild. And I, from afar, admire your attitude mm-hmm. in how you use the Thank internet you. because the only thing it should do is allow people to level up. You know what I mean? It right, shouldn't right. be the thing that you choose to put on your phone and you choose to interact with and it makes you depressed all day. That should not be what it turns <laughs> out to be, right? Exactly, exactly. I totally agree. And honestly, and, and, it's always for me the thing I always think about when I think about if I should react to something is I normally don't unless I have like a funny take or I think something is funny, but I get conflicted about it when fans or people start believing this stuff. It's like, well, mm-hmm. if I don't reply, do people think that it's true? And so that's always my thing. It's like, if I don't respond, people are going to think that these things these people are saying are are facts and I don't want that to happen. So that's right. always my 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 conundrum of if I should respond because I don't want people to believe what is what's being said is, is the well, truth. Well, let's talk about something else because fans can also like make up storylines in their head based on <laughs> something that they see. So like when Trinity and you were tied, it looked as though Trinity was plucked during that live taping. <laughs> and everyone was going around being like, she's so mad, she's so mad. Do you think she's mad? I would like to get more messy. You know, at the beginning of it, I I genuinely think when if when the when we were sitting there watching that fucking tape at that we're talking weird about All Stars Four, All Stars Four, All Stars Four, yeah, share the, the crown, win. yes. Mm-hmm. And so we watched it like everyone else, like in this like bar right across from World of Wonder. So you know where the World of Off- World of Wonder offices is? There's a bar yeah. literally across the street, and we went across there and we watched it there. Yeah, Borders. 
It, oh, what? Like, I've like, never. Like, I, a girl, what? Across the street. A it's called. It's a Borders Books? It's called, that's what I was thinking too. Borders is the Bordners. name of. Borders. That's the okay. name of the bar. They have a little outdoor space in the back. It's oh. like a. Yeah. Okay, and there was yeah. a tiny Trixie impersonator there too. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tatia. I know. Okay. <laughs> and then so we watched it. And I think in that moment, Trinity was genuinely like what the fuck like <laughs> ew i i, I genuinely think that uh you know and i i may be wrong but i genuinely think she was like ew, no i don't want this and i think that when we both realize it we were both getting the the our own hundred thousand dollars we both got our own crown our own sector we literally yeah. were sharing nothing but the airtime on tv then we were like oh work because then also i i came from two things one in that moment i was like just smile and just react yes. And just get that. Like, like, just do that. I was like, camera's on you. You smile, you smile, you smile. And then, and, and I was processing it. I was like, oh my God, I have to sh- fucking share it. And they said we didn't have to do that. And then later, I was like, oh my God, I actually love this because this will probably never happen in Drag Race again. Mm-hmm. So it's such an iconic moment for, honestly, in queer history. Like, okay. the first time oh, ever. For the history like, books. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like after I realized all that, I was like, it's kind of fair. It's one of a, it's one of a kind. It'll never happen again. And we both get our own shit. Like if whether you were Team Trinity or Team Monet, your person won. So you know what I mean. So it it was fine. Yeah, and I like, loved it. It was it was shocking to watch it because I I was just confused as it was happening. Mm-hmm. The way it was like going, I was like, wait, they've never done this before. And it's yeah. uh, you always hear the stories of the double win and right. they do it together and it's mm-hmm. like a take where they do that and it was not that. So I was like, what happened? Someone messed up here. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they never recorded a double like you hear like for Bianca and uh uh-huh. Dora. They were Dora and, and yeah. other seasons they do for our for us they did not do that. And then Allegedly, this was online. Apparently, they had like right at uh, when it when the episode ends at nine thirty Eastern Standard Time. They had posted on their like the the a tweet went out on RuPaul's Drag Race Twitter. It was like Congra- congratulations, Monet Exchange on your on your All Stars <gasps> winner. Then it was Bonk. deleted. Bonk. Allegedly. Now oh. this I, people have sent me receipts and I was like, shut the fuck up. Um, but so allegedly that had happened, but it was probably they were probably gonna do. Monet and Trinity. I, who fucking knows? But right. that's what went out at nine o oh, at nine semicolon three zero p.m. EST. <laughs> semicolon. That's what had come out. A colon. Oh um, colon. But... Oh shit. <laughs> no, it can but, be a semi. Okay, fine. It can be a semi. But <laughs> you know, so you you are in this like in the Hall of Fame with with a, a, a illustrious greats like Chad in Alaska, Trixie, Trixie Shay. And now, who do you think will be joining you in Trinity? Is, will it be Ooh. Silky Nutmeg Ganache? Will it be Eureka O'Hara? Okay. Sniff, sniff. L- the the cast came out. Right. And who I I think, I think just like, I think she's like a fierce performer and she's a really good queen. I, I would not, I would not be surprised if Eureka won all stars. Mm-hmm. I because Eureka is talented and she does a good job and Eureka knows her drag and she looks good in the promo. I will say in her promo, she's giving me very Uncle Fester with like the like the really like smud like really dark eyes. She's giving me and she's you know and the four fingers, girl. But if if Eureka snatched the crown for All Star Six, I would not be surprised. Yeah, it's interesting huh. to see the lineup. Huh. I feel like Yara Sophia is going to do really fucking well on this season. Hurt Jesus, you. she Hurt is you. such I a legend. Also, 
I'm such a fan of Ginger Minge because she's truly insane, but like she's so talented. <laughs> she's you ever so watch her talented? You ever watch her man's OnlyFans? No, absolutely not. Why do you say it Whoa, like that? Why would you say it like that? Because like, you hate I, fat people. Cancel oh my God, you hate your fat Yeah, I hate wow. myself. Uh, first of all, I <laughs> not you being just... on this show calling yourself fat. Not in this. Wrong not in this show. company. <laughs> <laughs> delete, delete. Log Let's, off. <laughs> I have like the thing is I've toured with CJ and I've like shared like like got a it. lot. Oh, of, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's you just tasted like, his dick. When, <laughs> when you know somebody. It's harder to watch their OnlyFans because oh, like sure. you'll be watching it and then be like, "Remember that time we got drinks out that one night? You know, they told me about their family issues. It's yeah. a little weird for me. <laughs> um, like for example, Boomer Banks. Like Boomer Banks are friends. I, I just can't yes. watch his porn. I'm like, well, I'm he not... just recently said he's quitting porn. Thought. Did he really? He then tweeted what the hell it. He gonna do? Well, he's a designer. He's a you know, full time, full time fashion designer. Word. Boomer listens to this show. Hi, I know Boomer does. I, I love Boomer, but I didn't know he was quitting porn. I, I, Boomer's I such a that, big... He's such a big I, name in porn. Yeah, Meepaw, I think that tweet was facetious. I think he's about to launch oh. some new pornography, and that's why. You know, I, I read everything as truth. Well, the internet is truth, <laughs> as we've learned. Right, 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 right. Um, and then, so... Wait, wait, I was telling out. Oh, yeah, Ginger Minch. Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing with Ginger Minch. This is her third time back, and yeah. I just think that's a little crazy to me. And then not telling us that she meant for that first offer for her entrance look to be ugly. Uh, that that is the weirdest, dumbest take I've ever fucking heard. You're like, uh, yeah, I like the intention was for it to be the ugliest thing you've ever seen. I I'm like, that we all know no what sense. happened. I think we all know that. I don't. Like, what do you know happened? Yeah, what? Well, I mean, there's I don't know any story, but I'm just <laughs> saying like maybe she thought it looked stunning. It wasn't oh, yeah. fit right. She walked in. It didn't seem great. I love Ginger. If she's listening, I love you. It, that was not the best outfit. Oh, I love but, Ginger. Ginger's but Ginger. I think maybe she needed to come up with an excuse as to why it wasn't like the most amazing intro outfit. But her other outfit for the promo was stunning. Yeah, it was cute. The thing is that I will say, touring with Ginger, Ginger is one of the most professional queens to work yeah, with. Like, Ginger I is like her. super professional. She's always on time. She always has her material ready. She's like, she, Ginger Minch is work an audience. Yeah, like, yeah. Ginger she can Minch just do crowd work for hours and it's incredible. Yeah, what was yeah. that thing for All Stars 2? I think it was, was it the Glad Awards? When it yeah, was like, she sang, she I sang, am, I am oh, yes. what I am. And it was yes. like Alaska and Fifi and Alyssa and they all posed. No, it's God. Jeremy now. Well, at Just that time, Jeremy. it was what? Just Jeremy. Ooh, Don't dead dip- name Ooh. him. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Cancel Big Dipper. Cancel Big Dipper. You know uh, what, Big Dipper? I made you, I made you a proposal on Super Rivalry. I don't know if you had heard it, but I heard that you only like uh, older gentlemen. And I could put on, I could put on a little a little gray beard for you. I'm, I'm, I'm already balding. Okay. I'm halfway what are you there. Doing? You're you don't need to put on a gray beard. Yeah, you're already I, there. Mm, uh, <laughs> Monet, can you take a fist? A yeah. fist? No, I'm not, I do want to talk. I'm I do want to talk girl. about your butt. Tell me about it. Lifted? Why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> is it lifted? Was it lifted? Have you did no. it make a visit? Did what? it go to Brazil? Uh, no, Brazil? Bitch, I have. Okay, so y'all, y'all already tried to tell me that I. Once a once a fat girl, always a fat girl. I grew up as the fat girl with the big with the big booty, the big everything, and then in quarantine, she got her life together. I have never had a BBO. Really? No one was accusing My you ass of that. Has always been huge. Have you Don't ever have you ever, your... have you ever seen pictures scenes of Drag Race of me out of drag? My ass is. I see the photos you post on Instagram, talking on your tiptoes, tw- twisting your back out, looking at the <laughs> ass in the mirror with the sparkling filter. That's what I see. 
I thought you were showing off the work you paid for. <laughs> no, I did not have a BBO. Have you ever had any work done? I know you're you're now in LA, girl. You have anything set up? Are you going in for anything? I am getting so I am getting laser hair removal. Oh, this, okay. may, this may be um uh this make Dipper hit me even more. <laughs> uh, I want to get laser hair removal because so I I I got it done in the past, but I got it done by this bitch in New York, and bitch she burned the shit out of me. I had like third degree burns <gasps> all over my chest. All oh my God. My it was crazy. So I was, this was back in like 2014, 15. And I said, I'll never do it again. But then my friend told me about a place in LA pro and apparently they know how to do it on dark skin because it, laser hair move is tricky for dark skin people with dark yeah. hair and light skin people with light hair. Um, so, but apparently this place is fierce. I'm, I am gonna try again, girl. If I get burned the fuck up, I'm gonna be so mad because it takes like a year to like fully heal and go away. What yeah, I had a roommate who got it done, and she was an actress, and she couldn't wear shorts on camera for over a year. <gasps> Girl, it's traumatic. She had to it just be really always traumatic. in pants and different types of leggings and stuff. Because, what sort like, of um, her leg up? What part of your body do you get it removed from? I want to get it on my chest, on my stomach, Ooh. ab area, uh-huh. and then also my whole back. And I don't get like superhero in my and back. Your back hole. Yeah, no, no, I like, I like, okay, I like, I like a little peach fuzz on my booty. Like, I don't want it to be like super, like, like baby, which is weird to even mention babies in in this situation. So let me go rewind. <laughs> uh, I don't like it to be young, like super, like no hair. I like it to have just, 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 just a little hint of a little, a little whisper. Something that when someone whispers in your ear, those hairs stand up on your butt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I I love eating ass. And then I will say <laughs> when I when I eat someone's booty and it's like super like no hair, it's a little weird to me. It's like a little like I like just a little like something. Yeah. I will tell you, whenever I've had the opportunity to be with a person who is like opposite body type, like mm-hmm. skinny and hairless, I am like fascinated. I'm like, really? Oh, this is like just how your butt and butthole is. There's just I don't nothing fascinated here. Good or fascinated bad. Good. I mean, I'm in there. Um, okay, so it then feels I'm weird do it for I'm me to down. touch it because I feel like my hand just like gets it like sticks to it. Whereas if there's hair, you can like glide your hand down their body. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And also, there's like a friction that's. Created. I'm like, I don't want to fucking rim a dolphin. I want to rim like a human being, and human beings have hair. Yeah. Rim but some adult. cats don't have hair. <laughs> some cats don't, and mine does not. Let's well, talk actually, about Colleen, your hairless cat. Let's talk cat. about Colleen, your hairless bitch, cat that you got. I got sold a faulty hairless cat. She is, oh, no. this bitch is full, she has so much hair. Kitty, where is she at? You she would... comes in here, I'll show y'all. She, her whole ass has hair. Her tail oh, is, like is riddled. <laughs> <laughs> her tail is full of hair. Her paws, her face. Bitch, they sold me a faulty cat. You're slipping Rogan in her food. give her a little testosterone honey had you had an animal before you got colleen i grew up with animals in in my adult life no i've never had an animal but i grew up with like dogs i I had dogs and dogs and dogs oh wow first born we had a little my first dog was spike and um he was like a little mongrel situation he had like so many mixes who knows what the fuck that bitch was and then spike died and we got blossom blossom was a chihuahua I'm sorry, Chihuahua, um, a poodle, and um, Blossom accidentally ate rat poison. Ooh. Then, oh, my God. Yeah. Then she died. And then we had Walk and Wine, which were two Labradors. Two, oh, two, Walk a, a, a black, and walk Wine. Walk and, and wine. wine. Yeah. 
and um, a chocolate. I thought that was just a- like something you would do. <laughs> no, it was honestly my obviously. So my parents are from St. Lucia, and it's a, it was a, it was a, a very popular soca song back then. Walking one. Uh, yeah, oh, got it. You're like, mom, yeah. what what are you what are you putting in that cup? She's like, this is my walking wine. <laughs> take a stroll and then when we were super young my like biological father came back in my life a little bit and like he thought it would be a great idea to just get me a cat without my like parents knowing uh, so I go to visit him he gives me this cat I come home I'm like mom look I have a cat she's like what do you mean you have a fucking cat so my mom is relegated to take care of me and this cat long story short we go to school one day we left the like this is like we have it for like two weeks right we leave the kitchen window open we come back we come back home that evening. The cat is nowhere to be found. Like, where did the cat go? Like, oh, my God, I'm crying. The cat ran away. Next morning, wake up. The fucking brains of the cat are sitting on our front lawn. <gasps> our neighbor's dog ate our cat. <gasps> and like you have a lot of trauma related to cat ownership. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's a song. Poor Colleen. Yeah, so what's it like now with Colleen? Because it seems like now it's like a bougie situation. Yeah. Oh, how is it bougie? Tell it's me how it's bougie. Bed. What's that on the ground what's behind you? Is that a cat you? bed? Yeah, it's a cat bed. <laughs> it's for her to sleep. You go from the cat got snatched off a windowsill by a dog and <laughs> fucking got a lobotomized by the neighbor's dog. Oh, now my you got God. a bougie, hairless cat. You get together with Violet's hairless yep. cat and just have oh, a little yeah. Oh, my cat God. Parties. Yes, Eugene and Colleen were so we're gonna be a couple, but I was across the country. But now I'm here. Eugene and Colleen will have a play date. Um, so I'm friends with um Janina Gavankar. Um, uh, if you guys watch True Blood, she's on the morning show. She's a good friend of mine. And her and her partner, they have a hairless cat. And I went to go bring Colleen over there. Girl, it was like so weird. Like Colleen, this was her first time meeting another Sphinx, and the whole time they're kind of like stalking each other because they're like you kind of look like me. Are you like me? And then they were playing this like thing all day. It was really cute. So I'm constantly on the fence of getting a second cat because people say you should have a second cat. Yeah. I'm like, I, no, no. I think I'm going to get a second one just because ours Wait, you is have like, one? Yeah, we only have one. What kind of cat do you have? Just a plain normal cat. I don't even know it's gray. So you're saying, <laughs> so you're saying that my cat is normal or plain? No, yours is expensive and weird. <laughs> <laughs> With a hairy butt. With a With hairy a little hairy butt. butt. Do you have All to right. do any of that weird, like, cle- wait, one more question. Do you have to, like, weirdly clean her or, like, give her baths or pop her little blackheads? I see those on TikTok blackheads? where they pull, like, the hairs and the oils out of the nail beds on the hairless cats. Have you seen that? Oh, Colleen doesn't do that. Um, <laughs> I bathe her once a month, but she doesn't get that weird nail thing. I have seen that. She doesn't get that. I think it's because the hair on her fucking paws because she's not a real oh. hairless cat. She's fucking fake. She's a fraud. And I know you fucking hear me out there, bitch. You're fake. <laughs> oh, my God. It's not her fault. It's whoever sold it for you. Girl. Will you disclose how much you pay for the cat? What do you mean? I got it from a breeder. And, I mean, yeah, and no, how much no, 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 you bitch. didn't. What? No, you didn't. What <laughs> did you pay for it, Colleen? Those are like $2,000. No, I paid $1,200 for Colleen. Okay. Oh, okay. That's yeah. like. Yeah. Okay, but here's the thing though, because I have like really bad pet allergies, like even dogs. And I go to go over to friends who have dogs, and I like pet their dog, and I get so excited, and I accidentally touch my face, bitch, I'm ruined for like the next six hours. I have really bad pet allergies. I had pretty bad cat allergies when we first got Deb, but then I started. (laughs) I went and got two of those allergy shots, Mm -hmm. where they like just like it just dries you out completely, and then now I just take Benadryl. Okay, so when Colleen, when I first got her, I would have, like, for the first two weeks, it was bad. Like, I could not breathe. I was super congested. Like, I literally look, I don't talk like this because I was, <laughs> it was so bad for like two weeks. And then it just went away. And now I don't, now I don't have anything. 
Well, well, congratulations. <laughs> and we'll be right back after this break. Goodbye. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like... Oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm-hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, like, yeah. you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Okay. And we're back. Ooh. Let's talk about the singing voice. Do you know Wicked? Okay, I know numbers from the show, but I've never seen the show. I How? know. You lived in New I York know. for like, what, 20 years? Because, you know, it's that thing when Broadway shows are on for a while and people are like, girl, she has lost, like, mm-hmm. when, when the cast, this is like, uh, uh, sh- this is what, they're up to like their 15th year now, the cast, they literally are just going through the motions. They literally don't give a fuck. And they're like, don't go mm-hmm. see it now, it'll ruin it for you. So I have not seen it now. Well, that's the first time anyone's actually responded with a very truthful answer. Good for you. <laughs> One now, short day to the end of the city. 
Big Meatball, do you even know? I mean, Meatball, Jesus, Big Dipper. Do you even know music theater? Are you just going to stare at us? Are you not going to sing along? C can we not? Oh, Hito's musical theater. What a random this... song to pull from Wicked. One short day. Yeah, that day? was a weird one. You didn't it go for like Wizard and do... You didn't go for Defying Gravity? Gravity? You didn't okay, go for I'm popular? not a basic gay. I'm not a basic drag queen. Oh, she fucking wants to be gravity. different with the deep cut. Oh, okay. You're special. You're Bring different. some musical theater my way. Just because okay. I don't have a singing voice doesn't mean I'm not, not aware. And not opera. Musical theater. We don't yeah, do that Yeah, we know opera. you're trained Bullshit. over there in <laughs> opera. Let's Yo, hear it. people, music theater people have this, this weird thing about <laughs> opera singers. Opera singers are not like that. We have reverence for all types of music. But music theater people are like, ugh, not that opera thing. Damn. Oh, it's because I don't feel like when you're uh oh here it here it is here we go <laughs> uh oh when I when I see an opera I'm like these are very good classically trained singers doing a very good job but when I see musical theater I'm seeing people act and sing you're talking about a triple threat often dancing too which because also doesn't opera, happen in an opera there's acting but I feel like they're more concerned with hitting the right notes and doing that and in a musical you can hit the notes but you could also be like ooh, 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 you know give it some. Interesting. Thought? Okay. Wow. All right. So she left the meeting. <laughs> I imagine. You know, Monet, I actually, my friend is an opera director. And so oftentimes when it works out with scheduling, I will go and like help him produce operas. He does like very sort of avant-garde operas. So I've worked on a couple operas with him, like Handles Orlando, Ooh. and we did we did this like very deep cut Gertrude Stein and Virgil Thompson opera about Susan B. Anthony. I didn't. I, I never heard of that. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little deeper than what you see on the surface. Okay, Monet. Big Dipper is um, a Renaissance <laughs> man. I like that. I don't like this flirting. I can tell you, I don't what? like that. Okay, I mean, here's I often a question. Talk about how many times I often talk about dick pig and dick. Big Dipper a lot on Signal Rivalry, so you know. Wait, what, Emmy? No, you don't. I listen. What did you? Wait, I do. I I talked about it like three times now. Bob is like, and every time Bob is like, Monet, Big Dipper is not into you. Big Dipper likes older men. But what did, did you say? Something about a dick pic? You sent a dick pic? Dick pigging you? Oh, dick pigging? Yeah. Monet, do you uh, remember? For, where, uh, do you remember where we met? At it was um at Twin Cities Pride, Indianapolis. Oh my goodness, Indianapolis Pride. Yeah, I remember that. Wait, why and were you? You were you were you were you were performing. I was performing, yeah. and that was also the night that Lizzo performed. Yes. And they were shuttling talent back and forth to the hotel, and yes. the the management team told me to get on the bus because it. They said it was like a talent bus, and I got on, and I was just waiting with my dancers, and then we got like yelled at by Lizzo's team. You're not supposed to be here, like as if we were a security threat, and Work. we got like shamefully kicked off the bus, and then we had to wait Good for like for another shuttle, <laughs> even though it was all all organized by like the same group. You know, it was all for the Pride talent. Yes, that was so. It was such like a a moment of like. We got there. I talked to you. I had a great set. You know, Marco from House of Avalon was there with Lizzo. We all chatted. Like they brought. Oh, you know, Marco we all was got there to, with like, her. Yeah, because he was on the road. Oh. Like he was styling her, and so we. Oh, it was in the dancers were like, "This is so cool!" Because I brought them from Chicago, and then I was like, "Okay, let's head back to the hotel." And they were like, "Yep, here's the bus." And then it was just like, "Just bitch, let me put you in your place." They were like, "Get the fuck off this bus!" I was like, "Okay." Okay, but, but remind me, Lizzo wasn't like she wasn't. 
like huge, huge yet, right? She was she like, was huge, but it was like how too- dare you talk about her size like that? <laughs> it was oh, like dare you. It was like two months into her hugeness, so okay. this gig had been booked like a year out. Year, so right. she was sense. much, much bigger than the, the gig, gig was, but she got was still it. doing them. Did you know? Sorry, you know, I just gotta say, did you know that a lot of those pride shows at the big cities? are actual when they get big artists like that it's not the pride organization paying for the artist it's the radio station oh so like this happened in indianapolis and this happened when i played at a pride in dc where as part of the gig you then had to like step in a little trailer and do like a tiny little ra- like radio, radio interview uh-huh. and then also you had to do a meet and greet but the meet and greet was arranged through the radio station so bitch and how by this embarrassing pride in DC, you're talking about when you did trump's inauguration right fuck off i did capital city pride fuck Uh all the way off and (laughs) but this is what i found out was so crazy oftentimes the big artists are there as a favor to their label to get in good with the radio station so their song gets played on the radio and they're not getting paid the way that a drag race queen is or an independent entertainer is getting paid from the pride organization i i did not know that hard Cause I was like, how are no shade, but like these are big fucking names oh, coming sure. out here to for play sure. this thing, and it's not rinky dink. There are thousands of people there, but like yeah, if yeah. they just put on their own show to theater, they could make like fifty to a hundred thousand dollars selling yeah. it out. And yeah. I'm sure they're not getting money, you know, money like that to do the Pride in the Park. Interesting, I didn't know that. Speaking of gigs, let's, I want to ask you about your upcoming gigs. What do you got going on? You've been doing some gigs during the little pandemic. You were over in the UK for Drop Dead. Death drop. Um, Whatever. Wow. Almost, almost there. So much research. Uh, yeah, so much research. Wow. Um, yeah, no, I've been doing a lot of stuff in the pandemic. Well, I you will... must have been real professional over there because you didn't even do one show. Wow. No, they did a couple weeks. Yeah, oh, we did okay. a couple weeks. We did. A, we ended up doing a week of previews, and we did like a week of the show. Then it was kaput. Um, but yeah, I've done that. I during the pandemic, I did not. I did one digital drag show like in my home, like, and, mm. and I was like, I never want to do this again. It was and the Colleen most unfair- farted at you and walked away. <laughs> <laughs> it was also this was back when I was in New York City, so I was in my little, oh. like, what, like, I want to say seven by four hallway trying to do this drag. It was terrible, and then my apartment was so like you can hear me stomping. This was when my neighbor downstairs <laughs> were trying to like fucking oh my god to like come and like shoot me and kill me in my sleep, call oh me a god. faggot. I literally chasing on the hallway with like with like a knife, I'm like motherfucking nigga, don't you ever come back up here? I will fucking kill you in this building, bitch. I had so much <sighs> drama in New York City with my neighbors, and because of digital drag shows. Um, but yeah, I did more <laughs> things in person and. Really, just podcasting and like uh, uh, brand deals, but not to when performing like at home. I I just don't I I don't like it. Do you like it? No, I, I hate, hate it. it. It's the worst. I hate but it. you meatball just got back to doing a live show. You did a live show this yeah, weekend. Yeah, I did my right? first live show in Long Beach. It was a fun little time. And you um, did not invite me. It's so fucking rude, girl. You don't answer the messages that I send you on Instagram. I <laughs> had a wonderful time. We. <laughs> I got there and I didn't realize that like it was basically like a brunch. This was Morgan McMichael show at Executive Suites, which oh. Raja has done. Like all the queens have done it. Delta is there consistently. Raja, but O'Hara I didn't realize Raja Gemini. Raja, Raja Gemini, Gemini. and it. also because just to interject because I think it's very cool. 
because of the restrictions, they were actually able to be open. They've been open for a very long time and started trailblazing all of these outdoor drag shows with masks, stay at your seat. Like they literally, the rules were changing week by week with the county board to keep the bar open and keep people employed. And so it's actually a really cool thing. And because they were one of the only places in LA that were doing drag shows, they had tons of traveling people come out to do the show in Long Beach. Yeah. To do it. So like I was there with Denali. Tent. Yeah. So you think LA invented drag? Got it. No, Long Beach. I think Long, Long Beach, Beach, Beach invented COVID drag. But it was at Executive Suites. Robert at Executive Suites is great. It yes. was so fun. But no one told me. And I talked to Bitch the morning of the show. And I was like, is there anything I need to know? And she was like, yeah, just make sure like you have fun, upbeat number, spoken word doesn't work there. Like Just do whatever. And I get there with two three-minute songs and everyone else's songs. I was like, wait, how long is your song? And Delta was like, oh, mine's six minutes. Uh, Morgan was like, mine's 12 minutes. Denali was like, mine's 15 minutes long. And I was like, oh, I have two three-minute numbers. Like, what do I do? So we were like sitting there rushing. Like, I was going through the DJ's mixes being like, what do you have that I can't do? Uh It was, but so halfway through my first number, three minutes into it, my legs give out. I haven't worn heels in over a year and a half. I'm walking up and down a hill in these like bordello platforms. And I was like, Yeah, you oh, have God. those bordellos, those ones that roll through. That should have rocked you. Shoe. Oh, God. You have shoes like that? That sounds terrible. Well, I can't wear the little short. I'm looking at your set, and you got like what? Yeah, so you three got inches little petite, over there? Little you like wear these stilettos. little petite babies. I like no, a platform. Bitch, all my shoes. Oh, y'all. Oh, hell no. Get up. Get up. <laughs> ah, the ass. That's is not out. a BBL. That's not a BBL. Look at that ass. That's not a BBL. Okay, see, that's a big one. But look, I'm looking at the bottom of the of the shoe well, rack. Those are my because some of us can wear open toed shoes, baby. Oh, <gasps> she's an drag me. This anyway. is a pump. I want. I that's want a big platform. Dipper to, look at the toe, to, bitch. That's I a, want, oh, it's a platform. I want Dipper big to, Dipper to screenshot to shove this. this up my ass. Oh. You know who's someone who has? Done you don't that like to is... get fisted, but you like all the ass play. No, I do not like getting fisted. Ooh, How I'm many like fingers have you had up in there? Maybe two. I don't like. Oh, it. so you just maybe like... two, not even three. What's I the first thing you put in your ass as a kid? Mine was the toothbrush, bristle side. Mine was down. the back end of a plunger. Wait, bristle <laughs> side like in? Like you wanted no, the bristle? No, 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 no. Like I flipped it over so it was not the bristle side. The oh, got it. Toothbrush. Um, probably a finger. I, don't, I, 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 I've never no. put an inanimate object in my ass ever. Ever. What? Not even dildo. I'm not, I'm not into that. I'm more of a top, to be honest. But what? when I, yeah, but when I'm with a guy who, when I, but, but every time I've had successful penetration, it's been by a dude who knows how to, you know, to, to, to worship the queen before she enters the castle. Because a lot of these dudes, they want to come over, they want to spit on, spit on your hole and fucking. And I'm like, no, bitch, you need to get me together first. You can't just come and just shove your fucking dick inside. Like I hate that. That fucking drives me insane. Tops are so fucking lazy, and they like to shame bottoms for not for not uh, mm-hmm. uh, having condoms on these things. Like, bitch, no, you. It is your job to get me ready. No. Yeah, and I think that Top should start ha- having douches and extra lube at their house. Honestly. Because if you pick up a bottom out at, at, at a night out at a club, Girl. they're not going to be clean from douching before they went out. Like, it's been four or five hours. 
You should give them the option and not get mad at them if they paint your dick. Also, I have started though. My friend, um, I'm not gonna say his name, my best friend since high school. He he came. He spent a, he spent a week here, and he's been taking Metamucil every day for mm-hmm. four years. He said, I generally, if I when I shit, I don't even have to wipe if I don't want to. He's like his track is the is clean because he takes not it every morning for four years. So that's Metamucil. a tip for y'all out there. <laughs> yeah, Metamucil. It's basically, it's literally the same shit they put in the, in the pure. pure for men. Yeah. Shit. It's, it's literally oh, yeah, it's just the, Right. And there are tons of products like that. Wait, I'm curious, because you said he has to um, uh, worship yesterday. the queen. Yeah. What? You, get you, gotta, you going. Do you fucking drag? No, hold you on, me, fucking let me drag? Get <laughs> No, let me get this one. Okay, you have a fucking full mug? Of course. You wear a human hair wig? Not a human. You got to, that's a that's She a wears synthetic. her kitty cat. Yeah, because there's less, it's less uh, things. It's just, it's just right here. There's no strands going everywhere. It's just a little kitty cat wig that's com- that's comfortable and not uh, hot. See, I meow. like if I'm ever in drag doing it. I like to when the wig gets in my mouth and I go, oh, hold on, oh, oh, and like you like have to pull <laughs> it off your tongue. I hate that. That's no, so awkward. So, no, uh, what are you talking about? Guys love that. They're like, yeah. When the hair is in your mouth. Yes, they love it. They love to watch you choke on it. What? Uh, I'm just no. kidding. I don't, I'm I don't just know. Kidding. I'm just say, kidding. No. I literally don't hook up in drag. I was just trying to see your you. Drag. You you've never hooked up in guiche ever. <laughs> one time, one time I got a blowjob in a car, but it was gross, and I stopped halfway through. Work. Not hooked up in drag, especially because okay, New York is also different to LA, where you go to the gig in a cab, and then you get to the club, and then afterwards you kind of have to hang out at the bar so you get your check and to to mm-hmm. <laughs> until you feel, fulfill your even like doing a fucking two hour show by yourself it's wasn't not enough. They want you, the, yeah, they, they, they want you to hang out for another hour and a half, two hours after the show, and then you do that and you're like in drag, and you're standing outside, and you're like waiting for your cab. So people's and in Hell's Kitchen, you, these straight dudes they love to walk by and they'll give you like a little eye, and you're like, oh. And then they give you a little eye, then they walk back, like they forgot something, and they come back, and you kind of make it, and you get in the cab together, you go home, and then you fuck, and then that's it. And then you end up murdered, and it's a a Law & Order SVU episode. (laughs) Do you think, I think it might be harder to be, this is an overgeneralization, but harder to be a queen in New York just based on the fact that, like, those girls are doing, like, three or four shows a night. Mm -hmm. They show up in one outfit, and they just, like, hop around, and you got to be on a subway. Like, at least in L.A., most people have cars. Bars have parking lots. You can bring a suitcase with you and, like, do outfit changes throughout the night. Yeah. Well, I want to do, I want to bring New York City drag to L.A. Now, I don't really, like, fuck with, like, club shows a lot anymore, but I do want to do, like, a night. Oh, you're better than that. No, I'm not better than that. I just you are such no, it's a okay. You're such a messy bitch. <laughs> I want to do like a New York style because I used to do my one woman shows in New York, and it's just me and a DJ for two hours. And people used to live. I want to do one of those shows in New York because that that's not a thing in LA, right? No one Mm-mm. does these one, like like not, there's not only, one person that does it. Only Jackie B or Sherry Vine or Love Connie. Those three have really gotten it together, and they do one woman shows at Casita del Campo. No, I want to do it at the fucking Abbey, bitch, or at WeHo. I want to do nope. my a one woman show like I would do like at industry. They would or not let you. I mean, they might let really? you. They yeah, might let you. you. They would let you. Maybe I want to do mama. it. I'm gonna hit I think up. it's I'm a, a different the... thing. I think even though even though New York has like so much more chaotic energy as far as just like as a city, I feel like LA is way more like ADD, and so the idea, you know, people's like attention span, like nowhere is nowhere is set up to facilitate like there's one entertainer tonight enjoy because the way you know like all the the bars and the clubs in here in LA like at the abbey it's all 
around the stage. The, well, yeah, there's, Abby's probably a bad uh, but Mickey's what what they do showgirls. Like that's literally the perfect setup. Right. But I think for them, right. half of their appeal is when they're thumping music out onto the street and they mm. have that open patio that's like, oh, you wanna come in here. God. Even so if they just hear you singing like, an aria, I don't think people talking. would wanna come in there. What did you aria. say, Meepo? Wow. I just said even during Showgirls at Mickey's, like, the patio is full of people talking who aren't watching the show. Correct, correct. Interesting. Wait, interesting. this is what I wanted to say earlier, and then we'll take a break. Um, yeah, let's go back, let's get back to that. What's, you what's, were what's you said yeah. about worship, you know, you got to get the, the, the uh-huh. queen ready. You got to... <laughs> worship the queen. Worship you gotta the queen. You got to bow to the queen and worship her before you enter the castle. Do you think uh, by doing that, you create your own juices in your asshole. Um, I think I do because okay, I mean, no, nay. I think you do. I think if someone is sitting there fingering and preparing and like rimming you for like an hour and a half, bitch, you get real moist back there. It gets and it's perfect but for it's a dick their to come on through. Spit. It's their spit lining your walls. You think you're creating you think you're a, over there a, making a lubricant mucus in your like hole? it's a vagina. No, but I think there is a little osmosis and secretion happening, and I think that... Oh, so you're a scientist. (laughs) I don't know much about algebra, but all I know... (laughs) But my butt is wet. (laughs) (laughs) I think there is something to do... It's something with the person's spit, but also there's some of your juices secreting from your ass. I genuinely think that. We have been having this debate, (laughs) and we had, you know, Matthew Camp... Yeah. I'll bring it up, Meatball. I will. That's we a had, hog. We he got a hog his on His hog him. of a dick. We had him on the show, and he said, famously, your asshole creates 27 different types of mucuses. Okay, and I don't know about all that. I didn't know about okay. that. But people got okay, very and upset then... and said that we were um, providing misinformation to the world. <laughs> what? We can't keep bringing this up every I'll episode. I'll keep bringing it up because Monet just said her ass but is I wet. Asked a... Yes, but she didn't say 27 types of wet. She just said, I think that there's something that happens and maybe. And after speaking to a doctor, he did say that your asshole creates mucus, but only in order to help you poop, like to ease poop out. Uh, so maybe if someone's up there dingling around, see now I'm on the wrong around. side of science. <laughs> if someone's up there finger blasting you and getting you all together, and then your body might be tricked into thinking it's pooping, I could possibly <laughs> see that. This is what I think. I think every bottom should have one of those lube syringes that you can pre-lube, like squirt deep inside yourself. You must know about yeah, this. A lube shooter. A lube I, shooter. I don't know about that. Tell me. Oh, bitch, so do I need to get her? Amazon Prime. Yes. Amazon yeah. Prime. And so it should just be lube part shooters. of your, if you know you're going to have, you know, some sexual congress, if you just do that <laughs> mindlessly, then you convince yourself that you're lubricating from natural secretions. But it's like, it's 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 lube that you put up there already. Bitch, you ever I call am, it your pussy? No, I hate when dudes call their ass. It's not a pussy. It's, it's also not, pussy is some white gay shit. And I fucking <laughs> hate that word. But what do about you ever, Do you ever lay on your back and put your legs in the air and then slap your hole like that? No, I'm not her. I'm not her. I'm not that girl. Maybe I, I mean, I wish I was. I'm just, I'll, like I said, I, I top I know way more you're than a bottom. top. I, I bought a maybe, maybe, maybe five times a year. What's so the ideal we... top for you? Obviously, worship the queen before. Uh-huh. We, le- we learned that. 
Um, I'm also not a size queen. I don't care if your dick is four inches or if it's well, I ten it. Big dicks are pretty. They're not functional. I genuinely yes. am not interested in having a nine inch penis inside of me. Also, people aren't are so ridiculous with dick sizes. Like everyone swears they have a nine inch dick. People don't realize a seven inch dick is a big dick. Like a seven and a half inch dick. That is big. That is not. That's a what small I always penis. say. And guys are like, "Nah, it's not that big." I'm like, "That's not have true." You tried to put it anywhere. It's huge. Yeah, seven inches is a big dick. And most people out there saying that they eight, nine inches, bitch, your shit really be like seven, maybe six and a half, and you swear. <laughs> and also, they love taking they're the ruler. They're measuring from the base. From, they're measuring from, the base. from their asshole. They're measuring from their taint. Yeah, they, like in their asshole. They're like, look, you see it's 13 inches. Like, motherfucker, they're pushing it's not. the poopa down. <laughs> that shit is so annoying. Anyway, so I'm not a side screen in, in, in that, so that doesn't really. Honestly, I would prefer someone with more of like an average to small dick if you're going to be like a long-term partner, because I ain't trying right. to. Like that to me, that's ideal, and I would love that. Um, and I'm also not with a race. I have literally no race hangups, baby. A fucking Martian could come here and be race <laughs> and be cute, and I'm all race? about it. Race. Um, yeah, I don't really, honestly, I don't have do, that many preferences. I really do. Don't. You like when they look you in the eye or not? Oh yes. Well, if okay, if we're if we're if we've hooked up for more than three times, then that's sexy. But if it's our first time meeting and it's not that like passionate, eyes on the wall. Th- yeah, don't fucking look at me, bitch. Spit, <laughs> me eyes on the wall. Spit at, spit on me. Act like I don't exist. Don't like I don't want that. I was gonna. You know, ask what's your you favorite nail for giving a blowjob? Do you prefer stiletto, a coffin, <laughs> almond? <laughs> None. I mean, in life, I love a nice tapered coffin, but um, but also when you again, because I'm normally topping, and if if I do fuck someone in drag, every time they want you to fuck them, they want you to top them. They don't. It's never the other way around. Mm-hmm. Like literally ninety nine percent of the time. So having a nail prevents me from fucking fingering them or whatever. So I would typically don't wear nails if I'm gonna fuck with somebody. Are you of the belief? See, I had a friend that used to fucking drag all the time, and she said that the best they preferred it when she was just like in uh, a bright red lip, barely any foundation, and just like lashes. Like she was like, I could show up being ugly in a nasty wig, and they like it more than if I came fully done. Okay, I'm gonna think they like it more. I think your friend is just fucking lazy. And um, <laughs> they didn't really care. Um, I don't think they like it more. I I, I think that dudes that they, like they'll take whatever, bitch. I one time I. Well, then d- why is it always the ugly drag queens that get hit on by Uber drivers? And I'm sitting there, and nothing ever happens to me. <laughs> I've never been to Ubu Java. I've never Ubu been to Ubu Java. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We really I have to take I'm a pretty. break. Hold on. We have to take a break, and we're coming back. I'm pretty enough to be sexually harassed by an Uber driver. <laughs> Okay, we are back. Meatball, do you want to continue this line of questioning? Have you ever been sexually harassed by an Uber driver? <laughs> no, but by a taxi cab driver, yeah. Uber drivers, I think they're a little more uh, timid oh, because you, know, you have all their details, you know? Right, you could trace taxi. it back. Yeah, and, and in New York, there are still taxis. You know, a lot of people do still do Ubers, but sometimes you get a taxi because you have all the cash in the club and you're like, here, it's 40 bucks. Uh, but yeah, definitely taxi drivers. 
so listen, I know we've been all over the place. We do have a we do have a final segment which is called Fuck Talk and we've kind of been doing it already. I have a couple of questions I'm just dying to know about okay. before well, we the first we round one you that should up. know is that my new video what, what is this, when is this coming out? Is this out already? What is it coming this out? This is coming out Friday. This oh my god, out Friday. Yeah, I know. My, We're yeah. Well, bitch, you send it for the last minute. Next, what what if what, no, what if they tune off? They won't. They won't no, because they know, all the juicy the stuff segment. happens at the end. Wow, wow, this sounds very dirty, but <laughs> race. Wait, uh, <laughs> let's. We're gonna talk about your video, but I'm very curious to know. There's this photo that I keep seeing of you sitting oh, in maybe God. a Santa sleigh with the cast of the Jersey Shore. Oh. <laughs> and I'm, I'm fascinated to know what that is, and then also like, what other kind of weird industry Hollywood gigs have you done that are like not a club gig, not a performance, but somehow you get booked and it's cute money? So you're like, I'll do that. Okay, wait, but I because I I'm, have such ADD. I want to put it put it down on my thing on my Amazon now. It's called a lube shooter. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> I want to remember oh. this. This is a, this is important. Oh my god, yes, the lube. Sh- oh my goodness. Oh, this is fabulous. Thank you guys. Oh god, I You're really welcome. did learn something at the at um of sloppy seconds today. This is lovely. Yes. Okay, we're here shooter. to educate. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. so the ca- the picture with me in the cast of Jersey Show, I was doing um, the Jingle Ball, um, the iHeartRadio's Jingle Ball, and um, I was hosting this like Santa's. I was like Santa's uh, hot wife, lady person, and I, they had all these people. I mean, all these celebrities came in. A lot of them, TB on TBH. I did not know like uh, BB Rexa. I was like, uh, okay. I was like, hey, girl. Uh, uh, someone named Bozzy. Uh, uh, this was Khalid. Now he's popular. I know him now, but then I did not know who he was. Right. Like all the girls from um, what's the one that broke up? Not Little Mix. The other one. Um, Fifth Harmony. Go to work. Fifth Harmony. Fifth Harmony. Like those girls came, and then the Jersey Shore came, and then it was, <laughs> it was super awkward. They, now they were all lovely. Like they were great, but I think at first. When you see a big black drag queen in, 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 at Santa's sleigh, you don't know how to react. So we were all sitting there and we had this moment. They were testing mics and lights and sound. And I, it was also at the end of the night. I had no conversation. I was like, I'll turn it on when the camera's on. But in this moment, I'm just going to be like. And then they were all That's really stunning. nice to each other. So it was just that moment. One thing that happened, though, Calvin Harris came into the, the suite and he asked him if he wanted to be on set. And he was like, no, thank you. I don't, I'm not going to do that. And I was like, ooh, shady. And I was so mad because that motherfucker is like six foot six. He's Scottish or from Manchester or whatever it is. And apparently has a big ass dick. I was like, I wanted to just, I was going to flirt, definitely flirt. You wanted to just be near it? You wanted yeah, to feel it? To feel the heat of the foreskin. I'm going to look up a picture of Calvin Harris right now. <laughs> yeah, I, honestly, okay, full T, I didn't know who he was. Patty oh, was like, oh, that's... Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah me, Patty was me like, that's Calvin like, Harris. I was like, oh, my Likes the skinny boys. Okay, so, um, okay, cool. Tell it us is about, a big dick. Tell us about your video, Monet. My video is called Love Like This. It's my first single off my upcoming album, which is so different than my EP because this whole, this, well, the first single, Love Like This, is a reggae joint. And oh, it's like a reggae You R&B beat Rihanna song. to it. <laughs> you know I'm obsessed with she Rihanna. She said right? she. What'd you say? I'm obsessed with Rihanna. Like I. Well, where's her reggae album? Voice. Remember how she said she was going to put she it was out, pull one out, but she didn't. I know. I Good know. for her. I know, right? Because we're all sitting here. Like whenever it comes, we're all gonna like. We're all gonna buy it. We're all gonna buy it immediately. 
I was called Love Like This, and we shot it in Jamaica, in uh, Montego <gasps> Bay, Jamaica. What? Yeah, have you? Did, you did, did drag in Jamaica? Is this really ignorant of me? It to y'all? Yeah, it is very ignorant. Wow, race. Um, but, <laughs> but we shot it in Jamaica. I'm kidding. We shot it in Malibu. But we oh. tagged Jamaica. Oh, we, you bitch. It, it looks like Jamaica, though. <laughs> right. And, um, it's and was it shot home. by Assad? Assad was Assad directed it, but it was, but the but the DP is not. That's not his name. His, his name is like Eli or something like that. Oh, yeah. Um And it's like a reggae joint. You know, I grew up in St. Lucia, um, where people where animals eat cats, and it's a very strange <laughs> place. But my family grew up on reggae, and reggae. When you grow up, you realize how fucking homophobic and problematic a lot of reggae is. Can we talk There's about like, everyone's favorite reggae song? Which one? Um, make the fire, make we burn that. I mean, it's a oh, literal yeah, it's a song bo- about burning gay men. Exactly, like, uh, like all like these Beanie Man songs, Elephant Man, Vibes yep. Cartel. Like, they're so fucking homophobic and problematic. And I, and I remember realizing that and being so upset about it. So I was like, I'm gonna make a fucking queer gay ass. Um, a reggae R and B song, and hopefully people live for it. Like we have girl girl couples, boy girl couples, um, they them couples. We have everything involved, and it's super vibey and it's super cute. And um, I'm showing off apparently this BBL work that Big Dipper swears I had. I'm sure Listen, when you got up girl. and got the shoe, that's all we saw. <laughs> I have had a big ass since I was in second Listen, grade. Uh-huh. You protest a lot. Uh-huh. So it's, it's just that it's just that before my stomach was the same size as my ass so now my stomach is half the size it used to be my ass just looks bigger you <laughs> wasn't like shooting in malibu during the daytime and oh my drag. god actually you really seem, cool you seem okay. to actually love being in drag in the middle of the day i see <laughs> I you out in the daylight drag more than any other time well and you used to do that youtube series where you would go and get fully in series. drag Street just beats. no not the build series Fully in drag, just yeah. sitting on the Brooklyn Bridge, sitting yeah. sitting on the TKTS steps. You would just paint you your face. Through whatever trauma made you do that? Who made me do it? Have you worked through whatever trauma made you want to do that? <laughs> why Why are queens so scared of daytime? Like, I love day drag. Like, why Why, why don't you like it? Well, are you, you're pretty. Yeah. Your seams, you, your seams you're like don't almost, show. Yeah. You almost <laughs> pass. Now... Um, I don't know. I just like I just it's hot. I'm very fat, so I like sweat so much. And oh. just being in the sun, meatball. I am the sweatiest queen. When I am in, when I whenever I do something, it's literally in my thing. Like we have the temperature the room needs to be for me to do like video stuff because I bitch I think about getting in drag and I already start sweating. I am such a sweaty <laughs> queen. Like I am so sweaty. <laughs> and I even thought about doing that Botox thing queens do. They said they get Botox on their forehead and their head yeah. to stop sweating. I used to do but that. that just it seems works. Weird. Does it work? Yeah, it works really well. But it has you to go somewhere. So if it's not coming up, yeah, if it's not it coming moves out your to your lower back. But if you're wearing a tight enough corset, it just sits in the corset. No, see, that's weird. And I feel like later on, there's gonna be complications with that, yeah, bitch. I'm, I'm gonna have um, fibromyalgia from fucking Botox in my forehead. And I just not can't fibromyalgia. With, I can't deal with other shit, like you know. So I, yeah, I'm a sweaty queen. So I, I, I get that completely. But in LA, is oddly people. This is not how LA was advertised to me. Again, I've never spent so much time in LA. LA is pretty cool. It's cool oh, right now. Right Get now. Ready. Wait until July. July and August is going to be rough. Your AC bill is going to be insane. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But so, so like, tell us when the music video comes out. It's out today. If you're listening to this podcast, you can go and on stream Friday. 
and watch and buy this um, Love Like This right now. Listen, stream and buy it, because all y'all streaming for free. You're, you're, you're already paying for streaming, but you need to buy it, too, to give me... um so Reimburse the e- video. Yeah, and when yeah, I did... Right. Pay her back for that BBL she got. <laughs> <laughs> when I did my first... When the, when the EP came out, I was I was almost number one on iTunes Pop, but I was oh number my two God. because fucking Ariana Grande had that fucking bitch put out or her album the <laughs> same week as me, and it fucked me up. And I, that EP, I feel like Frankie was behind that somehow. Girl. <laughs> Frankie yeah. knew. That EP was motocross-themed, right? What? Didn't what? you get out of a car and you wore your little motocross uh, album with the bone straight hair? The no. outfit? No, that's another black queen you're thinking of. No, fuck. Fuck Just, you. I never had a motocross anything. What are you talking about? You're kidding. Dipper. The blue jersey outfit with the bone straight hair. That was on Drag Race. I wore that on Drag Race for a challenge. And, not- and, and then in the video, you were driving all those sports cars. I for the drove EP. one car in one scene. I did not come you out of a thing with that right helmet. Right now. I, Wait a minute. I, really I don't know. I don't know who's telling the truth anymore. It's, this it's is me. like your podcast. This is like your podcast with Bob, <laughs> where you I'm just not. gaslight Bob constantly. <laughs> That's all. Oh, so I'm the one, and no one ever acknowledges how ridiculous and crazy Bob is. I was like, Monet, you made him do it. <laughs> but he's Every really good time. at changing the subject quickly if he gets caught. And he's also getting oh, sure. to Google things while you're for sure. Well, he uses Jacob as a distraction and then changes the subject. And it's like, we'll get back to it. And then the, y'all never get back to it. For sure. I hate it. I, I hate the podcast. Honestly, I really, I'm trying to find like a way out. So I'm like, Do you I'm prefer sorry. doing your podcast with Bob or Lady Bunny? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I like that both for different reasons. We're, we're, Doing this podcast, Lady Buddy, she is so nutty and she's so technologically challenged at times. Like sometimes we, when we used to do the stereo calls, it would, I mean, it would take us like, oh yeah, every week it would take like an hour to get Bunny to figure out how to get on stereo. I'm like, okay, Bunny, so do you remember last week? So it's literally that same thing. And she's like, well, um, I, I, well, Monet. Fuck you. And then she'll hang up the phone. I'm like, Bunny, this is not like a bit. Like, we have, like, the, the we said it for like 12 o'clock. Hurry, come, come, come. She's like, Monet, I just can't do it today. And I'm like, Bunny, we don't have time for this. Let's please do it. It was like that. But it is, she's insane. What is the stereo app? And why does Bob call it the stereo, stereo. app? It's something saying like cereal, right? Cereal app. <laughs> It's like, it's just a way to engage with fans and you can, people can leave thoughts. Y'all should do it. Honestly, especially y'all talking about stuff like sex and stuff like this. It's so great for that because you get people to react live in real time and they leave really funny calls. And it's almost like TikTok or like Instagram for podcast. You just scroll through and you can listen to any show at any time. And it's just random. And sometimes someone who has no idea who Bob and I are, some straight guy will be like, Something one time this guy was like, Y'all man, uh I I, I really like cool with faggots like that, but y'all sound like some real cool fags, man. Like definitely for real. Dude. I'm like <laughs> And I love shit like that. And people are like, don't you hate that? I'm like, honestly, no, I think it's I think it's funny, but I'm also fucked up. I'm also one of those people that doesn't get mad when people have things like hang ups in their grinder profiles, like no black guys, no whatever. I'm like, good. Because then I know where not to shop. Like, why would I? Now you have to write on the thing. I know not to even hit you up. You know what I mean? And I get why it's problematic, but I like it, so I'm not wasting my time. 
I was just having this conversation, and I know we're going to wrap up here, but I was having this conversation with my trainer this morning where he was talking about, do you remember one of the more famous Karens of the last year was the woman in Central Park who called the cops on that bird watcher, that really hot daddy? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, she immediately lost her job. She's filing a lawsuit now for wrongful termination. And I said, you know, I, I said... The only possibility that she has legs to stand on is if, like, or that, like, if her job maybe had a morality clause or something like that, so they can mm-hmm. actually say, We had a reason for firing you. You can't really get fired for being a bigot unless right. there's paperwork saying, Yeah, you can't, you know what I mean? Like, what she did was fucked up and awful and racist and wrong, but she didn't like throw hands on the guy. She didn't, mm-hmm. you know, she was just being a a Karen. And so we were having this conversation and he was like, that's my issue with cancel culture is that there are these sweeping things that happen. Uh, I want to know about her and I want four or 5 million people to know who she is, but I want them to make their one-on-one judgment based on her actions of we're not Mm -hmm. fucking with her, not the whole internet cancels her or she loses her job or whatever. And I thought that was a really fascinating thing because this past year has felt like for so many things that have popped up, it's a sweeping immediate across the board and no one is actually looking into the details of those things are often very fucked up racist and bad. And those people need to be held accountable, but the sort of broad sense of a sweeping cancellation is also problematic. Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Cancel culture is so toxic and so crazy and, uh, it like makes my brain hurt thinking about how ridiculous cancel culture is and how it is because it's also like in vogue, right? People want to cancel things to make themselves seem like they're so. <laughs> what do they call that? Virtue signaling. Virtue signaling, yeah. exactly. To show that they are on the right side of things. Yeah, you're like, guys, let's all cancel this thing. You see, like, I know, I know between, I know the difference between bad and wrong, and like, I'm, I'm like, great, right? Let, let's, like, it's like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. So what you're saying is that we should cancel Trinity She Devil by Night. Wow. <laughs> she Devil by Night. Wow. That. Oh my god, should I should I should I make should I make um uh, a Reddit account called She Devil by Day? And yeah. it be like, <laughs> you do love doing drag in the daytime, honey. <laughs> I do. Oh my yes, god, you're yes. in the day. <laughs> she Devil by Day. <laughs> I forgot about She Devil by Night. Okay, we don't have to get into it. That's wild. Yeah. Should we have yeah. her on the show and ask her to talk about that? Do you think she would talk yes, about abso- it? Absolutely. Oh my god, you should ask her. I mean, Monet, tell your sister you had such a great time with us, and maybe we'll get her to talk about she double by night. I mean, she's never commented on it. I mean, we don't even know if it's true, right? This is all just conjecture. Conjecture. No one knows if it's factual. Yeah, that's the thing. Is there's no way to actually prove? Yeah. So there's like a lot of true. like yeah. It's probably some That's shady wild. ass fucking person who like made the who, who fucking or maybe it is real. Bitch, I don't fucking know. Monet. We always Thank end our so show. We had, we had our um, we had a long conversation about sexual things, and you learned about a lube shooter. But we often end our show with a sex story. We've run a little over time, but if you have a go-to wild, embarrassing, crazy sex story, now is the moment in our segment that we call "Fuck Talk." Fuck talk! Okay, so I recently did the ball in the beautiful with Trixie. Yeah, and we Katsu. heard hard turds only doo doo on the chest. 
You can't repeat. You can't repeat content over we, here. Everyone knows uh, I have that story. So, I have so many sex stories, girl. I've had a lot of sex in my life. Um, one of them. Oh, this is Brad. in drag. Is oh my god! As soon as I saw my face, that um, this is actually my one woman show. Um, call me by Monet. So this is kind of topical. Anyway, um, so one day I am at the end of my gig at Industry Bar, and I'm like living my life. I get on my phone, you know, get on Grinder. It's like two two o'clock in the morning, right? Only only um capital T's and parties on there. At yes, that time. mama. Like, Give me the tea. I'm going to peruse anyway. So I'm perusing, growing, growing nothing. I'm not like calling my Uber, about to go home. And finally, I get the, broop. I'm like, ooh. He's like, hey. I'm like, hey. He's like, what you doing? Nothing. He's like, looking? Yes. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. Um, send, send a picture. Send me his location. He's like, 10 blocks up. And I'm like, ooh, you live in... Um. Uh. What area is that? Columbus Circle. You got money. Anyway, oh, so yeah. I go to his. I get to his building. I'm in the car. We're chatting, and then he um he buzzes me up. I get to his apartment, and then I open. But mind you, I'm in drag, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh! I every drag and like I come in. We start kissing, whatever, making out, whatever. I suck his dick a little bit, and then he sucks my dick. But I wasn't tucked, so she wasn't she she, she wasn't sweaty, funky drag. She was I was in a little, a little bellowy moment. Mm-hmm. So that situation happens, and then we go to the bedroom and then we start making out and stuff there. And then he, I look in the room and on his dresser there's this like big measuring cup with like a liquid inside of it. I'm like, work, uh. okay. I don't know what's going on. And so then he was then he goes. So are you into fisting? I'm like, no, ah! I've never tried. He's like, no, not you, on me. And I was like, no, I've never done that either. He's like, well, are you interested? And I was like, this guy was so hot. His body was so great. And I was like, yeah. So, but I was like, I don't know what to do. And then so he's like, okay, so there's a liquid here. Just take it and put it on your hand and then just um, go in slowly. Bitch. I didn't even have to try a finger to. He, oh, he was ready. You. He had the, the vacuum. <gasps> the vacuum. He was bus. ready for the whole, bitch. I put my <laughs> finger in, and it literally took me in like the fucking poltergeist <laughs> or the fucking TV. Okay, it like sucked me in, and I'm like in at this point. I'm right at the top. I'm wrist in, right, and I'm like going around. I'm going in back and forth. And then he's like, go deeper. I go deeper, deeper. I get to about mid forearm. Second, second and ring. Then and then I'm in there, and I start turning my hand around. He's like, no, no, don't do that. I was like, oh, sorry, sorry, I didn't know. And then at this point, I was in there for about a, 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 a 35, 40 Monday! seconds. I take, my, I take my hand out, and my pinky finger came off. And my pinky finger was inside of this man's orifice. The, the nail? The nail. The nail was in there. Did you find my, it? Did you go I back had my in? nails on. You had no, your I, nails on? He I didn't ask my... you to take your nails off? Honey, these were customs acrylic set. I was not taking my fucking nails off of this motherfucker. I thought they would last. So you had to go back in. You had to I go mean, back in. I I don't know. I after that point, um, I didn't tell him I left it in there, and then <gasps> we like uh, wrapped up, and then I left. Were you? What okay, happened after? Are you was in drag on your grinder photo? No. The, anytime I hook up in drag, it's normally guys at the gig. Mmm. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm. you know they because. Chasers, I don't care how big of the gig it is or how small it is. Chasers are always up in the crowd looking and they and you can tell them a mile away. And you know if you're trying to flirt, if you're trying to get that D, you gotta you just find them in the crowd, honey, and you can always know where the chasers is at. Period. Mm-hmm. That is so wild. It's crazy to me that he didn't in the message say like 
well, maybe he would have been okay if you said no With to the fist and it just would have been that. Yeah, I think I think. But it was if okay he was all the way ready, it seems yeah. wild that he wasn't like, "Hey, are you into fisting?" Well, with fisting, also... do you can you? So I guess he was obviously doing it before. Like you just he he don't he don't wake up like that, right? Some of them do. It's not that they wake up like that. Cleaned out, sure. He may have been playing with a toy, and depending on, you know, how lubed up you got, he probably had been using a lube shooter previously. Oh, if lube he was... shooters, girl, life change. <laughs> I'm so happy. If oh he my was pre lubed like that, you know what I mean? Because if you are were able lube to lube shooters dis- disposable, because why is it four in a pack? That means they must wear. Oh, there easily. might be some disposable ones. There are also non disposable ones. You should look around. Ones. That okay. are like more like a syringe type situation. Girl, this is. I am. Which show us which one you're looking at? <laughs> well, this looks like the thing you use to like inseminate a fucking cow. Yeah, girl. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's a lot the right of them, one. A lot of them on the tip, they have four little hose holes, so it shoots in every direction once it's inside. Work. <laughs> this is. But also, you shouldn't go too far in, right, bitch? You can't be getting that shit all the way past. Well, I guess it, it's not that long to get it so deep. I don't fucking know. Also, it'll absorb into your body or leak out later. Yeah, you'll, you'll be, be fine. fine. Listen, Monet. <laughs> Ab- so, so have you fisted? Have you oh. fisted anyone since? No, that was the first and last time I fisted someone. And you left a nail inside. I left a nail. It might still be there. Legend, card. Le- legend has it. It's still in there. <laughs> not legend has it. Oh my god, that could be my calling card. Every time I fist someone, I leave a nail. Inside. Yes. Yes. That's fair. Um, okay, well, listen, if you're listening to this at home and you want to find Monet, you can listen to Monet on her podcast, Sibling Rivalry, on her other podcast, um, Ebony and Irony. You can also check out the Sibling Rivalry Patreon. You can watch back episodes of Monet's Exchange, The Exchange Rate, the Build Yum. series, which is on YouTube. You can also see Monet on mini episodes of Drag Race and Drag Race All Stars. You can also watch her in the Work the World docu series on Wild Presents oh Plus. God, yeah. You can mm-hmm. also catch her in some Pepsi commercials, and there's a blip of her face oh, next grr. to Cardi B saying, "Oh." Grr. Um, <laughs> and you can catch her for point zero zero one second in a Madonna music video Shame. in which she sacrificed an entire <laughs> national tour for. But you Was know, we all it? make decisions. Honestly, to fuck Peter Murray over, priceless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and go watch her new single and stream it and buy it yes. today. And it is called Love Like This, Yum. shot in Jamaica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meatball, let's give our outro. Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pots and us an email at sloppysecondspot at gmail.com or call with your own fuck talk story to 213 9180. Our Instagrams are Big Dipper Jelly and Spiciest Meatball. I am Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Doodle doot doot forever. Dog. To listen to Sloppy Seconds ad free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Music, editing, and sound design by William Pitt. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.